There was once a point in my life where I didn't set proper boundaries, and that almost cost me everything. Not setting proper boundaries can be the cause of your success or the cause of your failure on this journey of chasing purpose. One thing I know for sure is, God cannot bless you with more if you don't know how to take care of what you already have. And that means knowing where to draw the line with the people in your life. It is necessary and even vital to set the standard with the people you engage with and how much they have access to. Hey, Woman on a Mission. Welcome to the Pretty Passionate Podcast. I'm your host, CEO and founder, Cara Sharice. Pretty Passionate is a personal development destination and lifestyle brand dedicated to helping women become passionate, purpose-driven entrepreneurs living fearlessly in their authentic, God-given power. On this podcast, expect conversations that speak to your soul, address your fears, and guide you with strategies into an unstoppable journey of stepping into the powerhouse you were born to be. It's more than doing business here. We talk about doing life. Let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome to another Pretty Passionate podcast episode. I'm Cara Sharice, founder and creator of Pretty Passionate, and I'm here with Dr. Lauren Gordon, certified coach. What's up, girl? How you doing today? I'm doing so well. I just got back from um, my trip in Austin, and I'm like settling back into the regular life, and I'm going to be talking to you. How's your day so far? My day is good. It's been super busy this week, though. I um, I feel like I've been working sun up to sundown, you know, just kind of ramping up for a lot of things that I have my hands in, so many layers to what I'm doing in my business, also in my personal life. It's just so many layers, and I almost feel like, you know, prior to the pandemic, we were all running around crazy, right? Like, couldn't have a moment to breathe. And we had a whole year to kind of take a bit of a rest for some of us. Some of us were still working like crazy. Um, but for the most part, the world kind of paused. And I feel like now we're slowly <laughs> getting back to the busyness. But yes. it's still feeling a little like more exhausting than before. And I think maybe it's because we're used to kind of just chilling a little bit. So I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> is an interesting conversation in and of itself. Yeah, I've, I've felt that too. Well, and I think it's uh, it's a little, it's the re-entry feels jolting. Like, the yeah. now people are not wearing masks. I can see their whole faces. It's overwhelming. <laughs> like, there's a lot going on. So, right. I hear you though. You've been working your butt off. You, I feel like you work so hard. You're, like, so focused. It's it's really pretty amazing. You know, so so this week has been very, very interesting. But um, overall, I'm good. I got a nice shirt on today, so I'm feeling sunny. I'm feeling all the good vibes here. So I'm super excited, though, to jump into this conversation today because I think this is going to be really, really juicy. Today, we are talking about boundaries, okay? Boundaries is a very interesting word. Um, you know, I've had a very interesting year over the last year, year and a half of my life. I've, um, my experience with boundaries has evolved. It has grown. It has matured. Prior to that, I would say, you know, in my early years, boundaries was a word that we kind of just tossed around, create boundaries, create boundaries, create boundaries. And you know, I, for me, I was living in a space where it was like, whether I did or I didn't, I didn't really have to pay too much attention to it because it wasn't really affecting me. 
But over the last year of my life, I realized how important it is to set boundaries, especially on this entrepreneurial journey. And I think for me, you know, over the last year of my life, I've given so many people, whether it was people that I've already had relationships with, so people that I've been friends with or family members, and even new people that I've met, so much access to me, so much access to my creativity, so much access to my thoughts, my energy, and it has come to bite me in the butt several times over, you know, and I I was in a very interesting situation over the last year where, you know, I literally just gave someone access to so much of my life and to only kind of have that person leave my life and feel like, man, (laughs) what did I just do? You know what I'm saying? So boundaries has been very interesting to me. And I've started to learn that, creating boundaries is super important because there, there's a, there's a really good quote actually, or saying that I've heard. And it says, you know, when you say yes to someone or something, you're actually saying no to yourself. And so over the last year, I've learned that me saying yes to someone, to a person, yes, I'll come over every time they've called, they have extreme access to me. Can you do this? Can you take on this weight? Can I just dump, you know, my, uh, my emotions on you today i'm saying no to myself because now i'm doing something for that person so that takes away from my business now i'm holding space for their emotion and it 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 gives it limits my space for my own emotion so you know the last year of my life has been very interesting when it comes to boundaries so i'm excited to to kind of jump into this i feel like you're getting a download here oh yeah you know my download phase you know my download phase by now. I'm like thinking about that quote and every, everything. And I mean, I'm loving, I love this conversation because I mean, y'all will know this about me. Like I love talking about things that we're kind of both working on and still in, like we haven't gotten it, got it all figured out. But I think there's so much like, there's so much beauty in having those conversations because also like, when do we ever really like reach the end with someone like something? Like when do we ever actually have something like fully figured out? And I know this has been something that both of us have like, talked about and struggled with and learned. And I mean, I think especially as a woman, it's such a friggin' important conversation because I think the world kind of te- like teaches women like part of womanhood is giving everyone everything. Like that's kind of how you, you care for people and love people is like to be like open, you know, just totally open hearted. You can have all the things. And I think it's one of the reasons why so many women find themselves burnt out and exhausted and unfulfilled and all the things because they're like, they're constantly saying no to themselves and yes to other people. And, and it's interesting because I don't always think it has to be like that. I think sometimes when you say yes, it can be aligned, but that's like, that's another tangent. So, um, I mean, Cara, so it, with you, like, I, I'm curious, like, what was the last boundary? you like in your life had to set with someone that was like uncomfortable or like that you learned something from? You know, (laughs) that's so funny. So like I said, over the last year of my life, I have experienced so many things. So I feel like I've set so many boundaries over these last 365 days that I probably have in my entire life, to be honest with you. And before I share with you exactly what boundary, well, probably the last boundary that I've kind of put in place, you know, I I do want to say, like, first and foremost, you know, really understanding, like, boundary, right? So, like, my definition of boundary, we'd love to hear your definition, too. But, you know, when it comes to boundaries, just so that we're kind of all on the same page or have some thought into different perspectives, you know, the actual definition for boundary is, you know, a limit, creating a line 
um, in, in limiting to a limit to a certain area, right? So creating a line, drawing a line somewhere where there's no longer access or creating a limited space for it. And so for me, when it comes to boundaries, my definition of boundaries and how I look at boundaries is knowing that I can draw a line in the sand for where I want people to have, people and things to have access to me, right? And then reinforcing that line that I draw in the sand. And also knowing that as a woman, as a human, as a person, that I have the right to establish that line, right? And I have the right to say, no, you do not have unlimited access to me. You do not have, you know, just a free fall. You can't just call me at any time. You know, and for some people, it's okay. But if that's a boundary I want to put in place, then I have the right to do that. You can't just drop a meeting on my calendar. You know, you can't just dump things on me. And so boundaries for me is create, drawing a line in the sand and being okay with that. And like, I would just love to know your thoughts on boundaries and like what, like your definition. They are. Yeah. Before we get into examples, I remember we did, you know, right. We didn't like to find it. One, it was so funny because when we were kind of preparing to record for this episode, it was like, I had a moment where. I teach, I work with people on boundaries a lot. It's something I focus on a ton in both, both coaching and therapy and like all the things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what are they exactly? Like there, there's no like clear definition that circulates really the world. But I think the way that I would define them for myself is on one hand, the thing that comes to mind is like the, your boundaries are kind of the way that you teach people to treat you. Mm-hmm. they're kind of like the you're establishing rules of engagement to a degree uh, and what works for you and what doesn't work for you and what how how people can and cannot interact with you um and so there's that element of it and, and I was one of the things I was also thinking of as we were getting on the phone was like are boundaries just places where we say no to things like it kind of feels like just places where we say no like I'm actually not available for that that doesn't work for me here. This does instead maybe, but there's some element of, yeah, like a line that's drawn in terms of like for us to play well together, like, like these are kind of my rules of engagement and like, and that's okay. If you're not, if you're not willing to play by them, that's fine. But like, I won't be available for it. (laughs) Um, and what that process, I mean, thinking about what that process has kind of looked like for both of us, because it can be scary. It can be a really scary conversation, especially, I think, as two women who have grown up, you know, have lived in, like, the world, which basically teaches us not to have boundaries, and also have been, I think, like, I think of you, and you're so generous with your time and energy, and I'm so generous with my time and energy, that then learning to walk it back and say, actually, like, this doesn't work for me is can feel really scary. And it can also be jolting for other people who are used to us just being totally open. Right. Um, Yeah. So like, what's it look like for you? No, you know, and like you said, it is a scary thing because you could feel like, Oh my goodness, especially like you said, being a very generous person, like, Oh, I'm being mean or I'm being rude or I'm being like, you know, a bitch or something like that (laughs) or something, you know, very um, intimidating. And so for me, going back to your last question, the last boundary I actually put in place and created for myself and have started to like really lean into was accepting unsolicited advice. Okay. (laughs) That's a big one. Like, and, and not even accepting, but creating space, like to create a boundary that I don't have to create space for unsolicited advice. 
Because for me in my past, I've created space for that. And when someone would give me advice or a thought about something that I was doing personally, professionally, I then took that on, right? And then began to mull over it, right? How many times do we now we're, we're, now we're engaging in a conversation with them, right? Now we're trying to defend our decisions. Now we're trying to defend our space and our take on it. And then even after that conversation, then we take it home and we're going over it in our heads and in our minds. And then we may even change the, the decision that we made initially. And so for me, I had to put up in place a boundary to stop creating space for that and really lean into that and not be afraid to like tell people or, or, you know, and really identify how I was going to like create and stand firm into that boundary. So yeah, that's something that I've put in place. <laughs> and, like this could seriously be like a five part series, this conversation, because it's so funny that you say that like my jaw is basically on the floor. Cause I, this has been like been a consistent point of contention in my life. Um, Cause I, I also used to be someone who unsolicited advice would come my way and I then I would go into this place of questioning what I was doing like am I doing it should I be doing it that way like and I you know I'd already so much thought made a decision about something and then suddenly I'm back in the conversation and it's kind of messing with my head and and now I've gotten to the point where that doesn't happen so much anymore like now I'm pretty firm in my decisions and I kind of know who I am but then it kind of leaves like what is this conversation then like what am I supposed to do with this person and, and with this thing that's kind of flying at me um and it can be really uncomfortable and especially you know like I also find that a lot of families can do like it can be a way of people trying to support you or people trying to love you but it's not it's really uncomfortable like it can be so uncomfortable for the person receiving it it's like I actually don't that's actually not how I receive love that's actually not how I receive support so then kind of redirecting that conversation you know, and it's funny, I just, I actually just had, it's so funny that you're talking about this because I just had a conversation with someone like a week ago who was throwing a ton of unsolicited advice at me. And I was like, the thought I had was, okay, I have to address this because if I don't, it's going to set a precedent. Like it's, that's now going to be normal in our interactions. And I don't want it to be normal in our interactions because it feels, it feels icky for me. So like, how have you, how have you navigated it? Like when that comes up now, like, what do you do? What do you say? Like, what does that look like? You know, and, and I'm still learning. I'm still, it's, it's still a process for me because again, for so long and for so many years of my life, I've just kind of accepted it. I've just kind of held space for it. And I think, like you said earlier in our conversation, people are used to interacting with you that way, especially people who've been in my life for, a you know, for years. So it's been very interesting. Um, but for me, I think before it comes down to really, okay, what is the outward action that I'm taking to create that boundary and tell them, I've been in my process really trying to firm up for myself why I need to create this boundary and really have a strong and solid why for myself because then I, it will give me the courage and the boldness to reinforce it. But if my why is kind of shaky, you know, then I'm, I might bend on it and some people might get away with it. And I might, you know, my boundary might be a little weak. And so when I say understanding my why, like, for example, if I'm creating a boundary where I'm like, no, you can't just 
let's just throw something out there. You can't just call me any time of the day. Like, don't just call me, like maybe send me um, a text message, maybe send me an email, like let's schedule a time and you can call, but don't expect to call and then be like, Hey, let's have a brainstorming session. I need some ideas. Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) Now this is going to require a lot of my time. So like, there's a process, right? So let's tap me and see what I'm doing when I have time, whatever. And so if I'm thinking to myself, okay, let me identify the boundaries that I need to create. So now I need to create a boundary where people don't feel that they just have access to my ideas at any time of the day, regardless of what I have going on, you know? So first understanding and identifying the boundary that I need to create and then identifying why I need to create it. And so for me, it's like, well, if I'm saying yes to this person and they call me and I'm spending an hour brainstorming with them, That takes an hour away from my business that I could be actually creating some marketing material that could ultimately result in a customer that could ultimately result in me getting money for my rent that I need to pay. (laughs) And like, not to mention you're a, like, this is your profession, right? Right. So there's that, there's, I mean, that's something I work on with people a lot and has been an ongoing conversation with me about, you know, for me, like advice giving or coaching or brainstorming or a lot of these more strategic kind of like supportive things are things that sometimes I do for my friends, but they're also things I do for my clients. So like there's an element of you should like really respect this thing that I'm offering you because it's also the way that I like make my livelihood. And so navigate you being clear with those boundaries, but also people respecting them. It's probably a really big part of like your ability to maintain professionalism and also your emotional well-being, you know? Yeah. And I think, yeah, absolutely. Like everything you said is so spot on. And so, you know, for me, just how I've been and again, I'm still in the process of it. Um, but how I've been navigating it is first getting clear. Why do I need to create this? And so I'm like, okay, I'm really strong in that. Why? Like I really need to create this boundary. And so now when it's actually, when it comes to walking it out and taking the action to now put it in place and reinforce it, Again, we get a little nervous. It's challenging because we don't want people to look at us like, you know, or offend anyone. But I think for me, it's having the conversation with people beforehand, right? So I've started to do that. Um, And again, I'm still in the process. So if I'm talking on a phone with a friend or with a family member, maybe someone who has offered unsolicited advice in the past, just randomly I'll, you know, we'll be talking. I'll say, you know, I'm, I'm really like leaning into creating boundaries this year and this month. And we're talking because, you know, if I'm not creating boundaries, X, Y, and Z. So one of the boundaries I'm putting in place is, is that there's a process to tap into my creativity and da, 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 da. So just having a really blanketed conversation with this, the people in my life beforehand, before I find myself actually in a situation or a space where I have to then pop out and say, this is what I'm doing. So being intentional, right, and being proactive and having these conversations beforehand. And then when it comes down to now, if I've had this conversation with this person already and now they didn't get the hint or, you know, they didn't take it (laughs) seriously or whatever, then when they do, let's say back to the example of calling me and asking me for marketing ideas, then when they do randomly call me, I'll say, hey, remember, you know, I had a conversation with you about boundaries. You know, this is one of them. So, you know, this is the process. Shoot me an email. We can totally talk. This is the time. So now it's just saying, hey, remember, this is what I said. And they'll be like, oh, okay, versus being in the moment. And they feel like it's a personal attack on them when I've already kind of explained or had a conversation that this is something I'm doing across the board. So it doesn't feel personal because I think some people 
can, it can feel personal to some people. And that's where like the weirdness tends to happen. <laughs> so much weirdness. And wait, you just said something that like totally said, oh, it was, um, that is, I think what you just said is so important, Cara, because it's so many people, and I've been in this situation too, like I've been one of these humans, but I think so many people have this experience where they're interacting with someone and someone crosses a boundary and we get so angry because anger is often a response to someone crossing a boundary. And sometimes we haven't even set those boundaries for ourselves. So we don't even know, we're like, why am I mad right now? And that's one of the reasons why it's so important to notice when you're getting mad. Like, when are you getting resentful? What is, what is the invisible boundary that's been crossed that you're not okay with? So you can start setting those boundaries and actually improving your relationship with this person. So there's an element of that. And so often we hold people to these invisible standards and it's like almost like they should just know. And they, they might, I mean, granted, there are certain things that are obvious, right? But, but it's important to actually, like we have to tell people where the lines are. Yeah. Otherwise it is kind of unfair to, to hold them to a standard that they don't know like exists. And then also to your point, the why thing, um, this is in, I don't know if you listen to this, you know, I'm obsessed with Glennon Doyle, but her, uh, Glennon Doyle has a podcast called uh, Hard Thing, I think it's called Hard Things with, with her sister. And they have a whole, whole segment on boundaries. It's totally worth listening to. And she says this thing that's totally spot on, which is setting the boundary is to an extent the easy part. Mm. The hard part is holding the boundary. Ooh. Because yes. people will push, people do all kinds of weird stuff. They have a reaction to it. And your job, so much of your job is to set the boundary and then just kind of be like, okay. Like, it's not, it's part of the boundary setting process is actually realizing what's yours and what's not. And that it's not your responsibility to then caretake their response to the boundaries. That's yeah. their job. And, and like the people who, who, you know, like they really trusting people to kind of work through that process and not taking it on for yourself is a lot of that country setting process and it's easier said than done. Oh yes. Oh my goodness. You said so much there. That's so true. And getting to a place where we're not apologizing and, and, and I'm speaking to myself because I would feel so bad when I set a boundary or I started to say no to people, um, I would feel so bad and apologize. And, you know, and I think getting to that place of not feeling like we have to apologize for setting those boundaries. And I think that's where getting really strong in your why, why you're doing this is really powerful. Because if you know that when I say yes to you, I'm saying no to me, then you start to say, I have to set this boundary because I don't want to say no to me. You know, and setting boundaries actually makes you more productive. It helps you get to your goals faster, you know. And so when I started to really understand the, the importance of boundaries and how, you know, how vital they are to my success in my business, to my success in, uh, as the woman that I'm becoming, then I said, oh, hold on. No one's going to take that away from me because I feel bad and they can't understand why I'm, set, why I'm setting this boundary, you know? So um, I think just us getting to the place of not, and as women, I feel like we apologize for a lot, right? Even when we bump, even, even when someone bumps us in the store, we say, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, yeah. <laughs> you hit me. Why am I apologizing? But it's so ingrained and automatic. I do that all the time. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, you are straight up in my personal space. But I apologize for existing. <laughs> so sorry. 
Right. So I think we have to just get to a place where we're not apologizing for these boundaries we're creating because the women that we are becoming, the women that we're becoming, the success that we are creating, the impact that we're going to make is depending upon is dependent upon the boundaries that we create. And so Lauren, I would love to know just from from you, like what are some boundaries or what is a boundary that you've recently kind of put in place that you thought was like super important? Um the thing that comes to mind, and I've had a lot, I mean, I've, like you, I think I've had a year of just really learning many times the hard way and, and kind of establishing for myself where my boundaries are. And I, I went through a really interesting process where, because I have, have had historically so few boundaries, initially when I started setting them, it was, someone actually reflected to me, it was really interesting, a friend reflected to me that my boundaries were feeling like an electric fence. <laughs> I was so used to either not having them or not having them be respected. So it felt like I had to like bring the sledgehammer down and, and it felt like getting zapped because it was intended to get to be that way. Cause I was like, I need you to not cross this line because I'm very used to people crossing over it. So a lot of the, the work for me over the last year has been um, setting boundaries in and maintaining relationship and partnership with people, like really relating to it as I'm not only am I setting a boundary for me, but I'm also setting a boundary for this person because most people who cross boundaries or who are really like um, liberal with like taking other people's time or kind of utilizing people as like a resource when perhaps like they shouldn't be or whatever, or whatever it looks like, they're probably kind of weird with their own boundaries. Mm. Like they probably aren't actually setting them themselves super well. And so actually you modeling it is kind of, a really big benefit to them to see see it done and see it done respectfully and lovingly and all of those things. So um, that's been the lesson and then the most recent the most recent um, thing was I actually had so I have had up until you know I've been a coach for a few few years now and I have a friend who um, and I try to keep this very like stripped of any identifiers because I really want to be respectful towards this friend and it was a really good being a really good conversation but I kind of noticed in this dynamic and this is something that's shown up actually in a lot of my friendships right Mm -hmm. uh that I was playing I was it honestly felt a little bit like I was giving away coaching for free Mm. and y'all my rates are high like it's hard like it's it's kind of it 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 this is my, I, it's a premium. <laughs> and so there, there was an element of feeling like uh, wanting to support my friends in this way, but then also feeling like it was actually kind of cheapening the product and also kind of cheapening our friendship because it's not about like me stepping into the role of coach or even kind of quasi therapist, despite the fact that I'm not a therapist, um, just created a weird dynamic in our relationship. Yeah. And so I've been kind of playing with this and I'm like, okay, how do I set this boundary? How do I really be cognizant of also for myself? Because it's, I think when, like you, you know, when we do this work so much and we're used to adding value in a particular way, it can be really easy to show up in that way in our relationships that we really care about. Cause we want to love on the person and support them and all of those kinds of things. And so I've been thinking about it and I've been kind of like the conversations have been coming up where that dynamic would kind of, creep up and then I redirect. I, I wouldn't establish the boundary, I'd just redirect the conversation. And um, finally it all kind of came to a head when when I got this from this person, this like, 
it was like a series of very long text messages, like about like a lot of stuff that was happening and they needed attention now. And it was like after a day of working with clients and I'm like in the grocery store and I just had this like physical reaction where my body, like I stopped breathing and my blood pressure just went up. And I, I was like, Oh, okay. Like I think part one, I, for those of you who know me well, like a lot of my work is actually about connecting with your body. And so for me, I was like, Oh, this is, this actually feels like an infringement of my time. Like this actually feels in, like my body's kind of telling me that I'm not okay with this. Um, and I kind of breathed and I, you know, kept walking down the aisles before I responded. And, uh, ultimately what ended up happening was I, I, I ended up sort of say, saying like, Hey, I really want to talk to you about this. I can hear that there's a lot of stuff going on in your life and would love to support you with this. Um, and I'm not available right now or over text message. Um, like I'd love to be a friend to you, but I'm not available right now. And if you need advice, here's a, I, like, I can send you a list of people to talk to. Yeah. Wow. And I sent, I sent the text message and I immediately like started. Because <laughs> I was like, oh my God, like I felt, um, in this case, it was also a friend who is so liberal with their time. Like, like would respond. And I'm like, I actually want to create types of relationships where I'm not, you don't, you don't need to pick up the phone for me, like in the middle of the night either. Like that shouldn't really be happening. So, and that was really, that was really challenging because historically a lot of my really close relationships have been ones where it's like, you can have everything. I can have everything. And we're totally kind of there for each other, like no matter what. And I was like, I actually need, I need a moment like to myself, I was really tired and all these kinds of things, but it was really scary and it was really uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, no. And and I think typically like that's how we move through life, right? Especially with our friends. We're like, I'm here for you, whatever you need, call me two, two, three o'clock in the morning. And, you know, cause I'm that friend too. Right. And, and, and I, we need that. But the beauty in what you just said is that there, there, there will be times and there may come times where, I'm like, right now, I can't do it right now, you know, and it, granted, it's not a life or death situation that you're going through, but it's like, I can't do it right now, but your, and your response was beautiful. Like your response was absolutely beautiful um, to her for that. And I think holding space for moments like that to happen where it's like, yeah, you know, if you choose to have friendships where you have all access, like, because I'm, I'm like, if you're my friend, like I'm that friend, you got access, what's mine is yours and vice versa but also understanding and knowing that also as a friend, what comes with that is sometimes I can't hold space for this. And so I just need you to understand. So this is, and this is a boundary. And, and again, I think boundaries can, can look like a line that's in the sand, right. Or a line that's in cement, right. And it hardens and dries. So it's like yes. the line where it's permanent and it's permanently like that. And this is the standard that I'm setting for myself in this area of my life until further notice, probably indefinitely, right? Because it's the dried up. But then we can also create a line in the sand where, where for some instances or situations or different seasons in life, it can be moved, right? We can mold the sand over it and we can move the line or we can remove it completely and no longer have a line or that type of boundary. And I think that's okay as well. Right. To create some permanent boundaries and then some things and some boundaries where you need it for a season or circumstance or just for a day because I need this moment, you know. 
it totally and I exactly like you said I actually the mental image I got as you were speaking was almost like okay my I am a house my life is a house and you have access to the house I want you to feel comfortable coming over you either just need to call for a call first or like there's there's an element of if someone comes and they knock on the door and you're like don't use that you know like that door is not available right now but hey this other door is gonna open in five minutes like like you're able to redirect them to something else and it's just clear the way to engage with you. I actually, and I have a really good friend who did this beautifully recently and we do this all the time with each other because I have a lot of these friendships where they're just the, like the people I go to and like they can hold space for me and like I think it's so powerful and important to have friends like that and be that friend and usually what will happen is this, this one friend and I have gotten in the habit of checking in with each other before we unload. So... Yeah. Yes. I'll, I'll say like, or she, she did this to me. She said, Hey, like, are you, she's like, I'm really in a spot and I just need someone to listen. Are you available for that right now? And I'll say, absolutely. Or else. And sometimes even just that acknowledgement has me open in a way that I might not otherwise, because it doesn't feel like entitlement to my time. Yes. Um, or I'll say like, Hey, like a lot of times I'm, I'm literally on a call or I'm with clients and I'll say, Hey, I got off at five. I'll call you right at five. Um, and so then it, we can establish what that interaction looks like in partnership versus having it. Um, and I think actually the thing that's cool with that is it has it feel like it goes from me saying yes to you and no to me to saying yes to both of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what has it not feel like a compromise. And like that, for me, that's actually what healthy boundaries are. It's when you're able to create it as a yes for both of us. Yes. Oh man, I live by the whole, like when I call you, I immediately, I'll say one of two things. If I'm having something that I'm holding and I just need somebody to dump it on, I'll say, Hey, this is what I'm dealing with. Are you good? You know, I can't, can you, like, do you have space for this? Like in so many words, you know, I'll check in with them first before I just dump it on them. But even now when I call someone, I'll even say as simple as, is this a good time to talk? Even if we've scheduled something, I'll say, hey, is this still a good time to, to connect? You know, because you just never know what's, what is happening on the other end and just having that level of respect. And then also knowing that I'm, you know, what it looks like to be on the other side of that. Because sometimes I'm that person where I might schedule something and, you know, it, it, it doesn't always work out that way. Or I can't just have you dump something on me. I'm in the middle of driving or, you know, I'm actually talking to my niece and, you you know, she's going through something or whatever. And so I always, you know, check in first, like, hey, I need you. It's not super urgent, but, you know, do you have time to talk type of thing? So that's like, that's major. That is key, guys. I hope you are getting that. (laughs) That is major. And uh, another point that I really want to bring up too is, you know, a lot of times, when it comes to our growth and our evolution, both physically, spiritually, and, you know, emotionally, boundaries are super important, right? We've established that they're healthy, they're important um, to becoming the, the, the person, you know, the woman that we're becoming. And so what I found too over the last year of my life is that, you know, I'm, I'm very spiritual and I'm, I'm very in touch with God. And what I found too is that when you have, like, when you are a person who has a lot, right, maybe you have a lot of value. We all have something to offer. We all have something to offer. We all have value. We all have things that we can use to impact and help someone else. And so, and we all are at a place where we're trying to get to that next level, 
right? So what does that next level in my bank account look, look like? You know, what does that next level in my business look like? What does that next level in my partnerships and relationships and all of those things? And what I found is that when we don't have boundaries and we do just give people access to everything, right? Or certain people access to everything and there's no discernment there, then God cannot bless you with more because he sees that you don't really even know how to take care of what you currently have, right? And that you may lose, if, if, if he gives you the blessing or the level of it, while you don't have these boundaries, you actually may lose it, but not on the account of you, but on the account of the people that you've given access to it to, right? So, which is major, it was a major light bulb moment for me. Like I said, you know, over the last year, I've had relationships, you know, whether romantic, friendships, um, business, like business partnerships, I've had relationships that I've established over the last year, whether old or new. And I found myself in, in, in situations where I just gave them access, you know, to, let's say, to drive my car, <laughs> something as small as that, you know, which is a blessing for me. It's something that I was blessed to have, something that I'm supposed to take care of. I gave them access to my car to drive my car. And then when I got my car back, the inside was filthy. It smelled. It was, it was a mess. And I can only be upset at myself because I didn't create a boundary. That should have, that should have been a boundary that I created for myself with my stuff. And that's something small, right? But even when it comes down to just the type of information that you disclose about your business to someone, when it comes mm -hmm. to even, you know, um, access to your energy, even access to your home. You know, I, I just, those of you who know me or follow me on social media, I just moved into a beautiful apartment in Atlanta and no one comes here <laughs> unless I trust you. There's a divine connection. I, you've been tried and you've been proven. And, you know, I know that it's you, you were sent to me. We're, we're like, we're good to go. Other than that, you don't have access to my home. In the past, I've given, it, it was free range because I love to entertain people. I love to host and I love to just make people feel welcomed and have an experience. And so I'm like, hey, come over, let's do this, let's drink, let's do this. But what I found is that when you give people access to things, they don't know how to take care of it. So you have to make sure that the people you're giving access to can actually hold what you're giving them. You know what I'm saying? If you value your home, if you value your car, if you value your body, <laughs> then you can't just give it to anybody who does not know how to take care of it. And as a result of that, when you do that and you continuously do that, you can lose your home, you can lose your car, you can lose you know, a sense of your body and pride in your body because you haven't created those boundaries. For these people that you've been access to and then most importantly you are not putting yourself in a position where god can say hey i can trust you with more i can trust you with more money because i know you're not going to just give it away i can trust you with a bigger house because i know you're not going to just let some riffraff come up in here and kick his feet up on your couch <laughs> you know i can trust you with a nicer car because i know you're not going to just let anyone take it and drive it and treat it like crap and so i think when it comes to us growing and evolving spiritually um, and, and, and physically and emotionally, all the things to get to our highest selves, that's super important that creating boundaries also says that you take care of and you value these things in your life. And you're not going to just place it into the hands of anyone. Like imagine if you had a baby, we're not going to just give our baby to the, in the hands of anyone. Right? Hopefully not. Hopefully not. 
<laughs> right. Like, we value this baby. So let's look at all the things in our lives as our baby and just have some discernment when we are um, letting people have access to those things. That was so profound. And I got, I mean, I know you saw my face going as you were talking. Because um, it's like the thing that I was thinking about so much as you were speaking is like so much of it's about honoring the energy of the things that you're creating mm. and like honoring like because I'm, I'm even thinking about times in my life where I've kind of allowed myself to interact with people who I, I don't even want to say are like at a lower vibration than me or like or you know haven't worked on it but it's it's more like they're just they're in their own process and they're on their own path and they're kind of at a different part in their path and for me, like sometimes shifting in and out of that and like bringing people, really spending a lot of time and like being very generous with these people and kind of, it, it's, it's not, it's not bad, but that, that requires me to kind of step out of that thing that I'm creating and, yeah. and like really honoring the thing in your life. Like what really am I trying to create here? Like, what am I, what am I trying to create more of? Like what experience do I want to have? And like, who do I want to be collaborating with? Like, who do I want to allow into my space and all of these things, not being discriminatory or judgmental or anything like that, but actually really consciously cultivating your experience. Yeah. Um, and I also think what the other under kind of undertone or like under subtext of the thing that you, you said that was so powerful is that I think what, what happens when you do that and you really honor what you are creating when you invite someone in or when you offer them, you know, something from your business or a service offering, it actually has, it, it almost sets a precedent that it's this thing that I'm giving you is valuable. Mm -hmm. I don't just give this to anyone. Like this is, this is actually a privilege to be engaging yeah. with me in this way. And it actually has that interaction go differently. Yeah. Like, I've even thought about the times in my life when I've like, when I coached someone either without a contract or pro bono or for free and like, or even given someone a discount. A lot of times I don't do that, not because I don't want to give people discounts. Like I'd love for everyone to have coaching, but because it actually devalues the service. Mm -hmm. Like it actually devalues the thing that I'm creating. And so like really consciously cultivating that space. And, and it's almost the thing you were talking about in terms of like creating a space where you then can receive more blessings. I got this mental image of like, it's like a foundation or a boat. And it's like, if you're, you need to plug the holes in your boat mm -hmm. in order to like have the water, you know, like not have the water get all backed up and like have it be dry and have it move properly and everything and making sure that it's actually secure and that you're creating that foundation for yourself makes it more likely for more stuff to come in and like actually bless it because there are no holes in it. Like it's not going to leak and like go everywhere, you know, it can contain it. Yeah. Yeah, no. Oh, man, Mary. Oh, this conversation was so good. Like you said, I think we totally need to do like another part because we could go in so many different directions when it comes to boundaries, especially, you know, as we are on this road to purpose, to leadership, to entrepreneurship, to more mindfulness, you know, being more connected to, to who we are and more authentic. We could take this conversation about boundaries in so many different directions. And so, before we wrap up today's conversation, I just want to, you know, would love to just know, Lauren, for you, like, what are some takeaways that you want people to take from this? I know for me, you know, in identifying, if you are someone and you're listening to this episode or watching us on our YouTube channel, 
you know, um, typically if you're in a place where you're trying to determine like, do I have too many boundaries? Because there isn't such thing as having, you know, too many boundaries as well. And we can get into that conversation in part two, or do I not have enough? How do I even go about setting these boundaries? What does that look like? How do I talk to myself? You know, I, I typically, or I've learned um, as I'm leaning more into this creating boundaries uh, space to really uh, like take five steps, you know, five steps in kind of doing it and just my thought process. And it'll kind of sum up to what we've been talking about this entire episode. But the first one is really identifying what type of boundaries it is that you need to create, right? So what type of boundaries do you need to create? And then identifying and understanding why. Why do you need to create those? Um, and really having a strong why. I think the third one we could say is never and never apologize for that. Never apologize. Like let, Let's stop apologizing for the boundaries that we want to create so that we can level up and get to our next level. And then the fourth piece is be direct in your communication when it comes to those boundaries. I think you said it earlier, Lauren, you know, a lot of times we're not clear in our boundaries or if we are, we haven't effectively or directly communicated that with other people. So then that creates a ground uh, in a space for tempers to flare for, you know, people to feel personally attacked. And then I would say the fifth one, just in my process and what we've talked about today is, you know, really creating mindfulness and awareness for, um, you know, practicing, I should say, practicing mindfulness when it comes to understanding and being aware of the boundaries that you, uh, you need and the boundaries that you have to create. And so, you know, would love to know, Lauren, if there's anything else that you kind of want to add to that. Um, that was beautifully summed up. When you asked that question, I was like, oh, man, what are the takeaway messages? Um, I think the other thing, in terms of the how-tos and the things to consider, I think Cara just perfectly summed it up. I think uh, the other pieces that felt like big aha moments for me were that oftentimes when you're able to create boundaries and like focusing on creating a partnership, it should feel like a yes for both of you. Mm -hmm. um, or at least a yes for you. It might not feel like a yes for them because they might feel like you just said no, and it feels, whatever. But like there is some version of you being able to support them. that feels like a yes for you. And then the other piece um, is that you're teaching other people how to, how to support you and how to interact with you and how to continue a relationship with you. So it's not actually like, it's not actually a slap in the face. Um, although it might feel like one when you're maybe when you're starting to take that on. And two is that it's actually in many cases for other people too, because the more women I think start embodying their boundaries and embodying what, what they are and are not okay with, it kind of creates a space for other women and other people to do the same thing. It kind of disrupts this whole thing. Like we have to give everybody everything because that's a giant myth. It's just not true. Yeah. Ooh. That's big. Ooh. Creating space or showing people or being the example that they can do it too. Because also, you know, this is going to have to go in part two, but to that point, I think people that, you know, you can feel burned out. You can feel tired. You can feel exhausted and you don't know why. And it could be a number of things. But one of the things could be because you don't have proper boundaries in place. But until you see someone who is actively practicing putting proper boundaries, you may not even notice that that's actually a thing, right? Because I know that for myself, I might have felt tired and exhausted. I'm like, maybe I just need more sleep. Maybe I just need to get up earlier. Maybe I need to eat, drink more water. Or maybe I can just put boundaries in place. Yes. 
<laughs> that was so, it's like, where in your life are you dealing with anger, exhaustion, or resentment? What boundaries do you need there that maybe you're ignoring or that you don't have? Like, that's a place to look. Mm-hmm. And, and like, the other thing that dawned on me as you were talking is sometimes people get, people who get triggered, like, you might even get triggered by someone else's boundaries if you have none. Yes. Like, all of those are good indicators, like, to take a look at your boundaries. But this is going to turn into, this is totally going to be a whole <laughs> part series because this was, oh my goodness totally going to be a second part. So guys, thank you so much for joining us for another Pretty Passionate podcast episode. And we will see you next week in the next episode. We love you and can't wait to be back here with you again. Bye for now. Hey, beauty. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Pretty Passionate podcast. If you feel like this episode has helped you in any way, be sure to subscribe and leave a review. If you think it can be valuable to another woman on a mission, don't be selfish. Share this episode with her. And you can head over to our website, prettypassionate.com, and learn more about our powerful community of other women just like you. Find out about our eight-week league program and shop Pretty Passionate apparel and lifestyle items. You can follow at Live Pretty Passionate on Instagram and Facebook, and follow me, your host, at Cara Cherise. This is your weekly reminder that you got this. I'll connect with you in the next episode. I love you and there ain't nothing you can do about it. Mwah.